the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast with Tom Jacobs and Michelle McCormick. You know, sometimes we just pull people in off the street. And that's not what I'm saying what we did today for this podcast. Kind of. But we... <laughs> but if you have somebody who drove a really cool car in this mm-hmm. why are you okay so Greg Daniels from Free Beer and Hot Wings the mm-hmm. largely syndicated radio show across the nation how many stations are you clowns on 50 something low 50s it, I'm not saying that because I'm like ooh I hope they think almost 60 no I don't it's I might have gotten fired on the way here it, oh okay because um, that happens they, they come and they go so I'm sitting here between two people who are one of those you just kind of kind of take control of your own destiny and that's kind of what you did in your lifetime you were selling real estate you decided to get into money because of what happened with your parents and it just you never the other part of that is you never know what's going to happen you never know no the unpredictability certainly of radio but also of life and business well I don't know about like Tom, did, uh, your parents, did they work one job? Your dad worked one job for a lot of years? Well, he was in the same industry for 42 years, a couple, right. couple different employers. But yeah, he was in the medical device business. And yeah. my mom was a teacher for 36 years, just kind of steady Eddie in their lane people. Yeah. And my, my dad worked for 38, 37 and a half years at Dow Chemical. Hmm. And so where I grew up near in mid-Michigan, everybody worked at Dow Chemical or yeah. Saginaw Steering Gear or GM Jeez. or something like that. So most everyone that I knew... Their dad and, and mom worked at the same place the entire time I knew them. So I thought that was how it was going to be until I got to college. And, and I was going to be a teacher, by the way. And then my favorite teacher said, I don't think you're going to like the way education is going. And, and side note, I went to CMU where a lot of people were in education, had a reunion with a bunch of my classmates. And they're all in education from elementary ed to higher ed. And um, I just hear them saying, talking about how much they love the kids and don't appreciate how they're treated. And I thought, man, that teacher I had in 1992 told you, told me, was going. saw the writing on the wall. And he was, he was a great teacher. It broke my heart at the time that he thought, it's like I had the nuns. He was my though. favorite teacher. I had the nuns. It was a whole different ball. He didn't hit me when he told me. No, I, you hit yourself with yeah. the nuns. Oh, they <laughs> teachers are so underappreciated and my so, so undercompensated. Oh. Yeah. Well, they get the summer off. Bad, do they really? I mean, their brains are engaged. And they deserve 24/7. it. <laughs> well, they need it just to stay yeah. sane, I think. Yeah. The one good thing, if you stick it out long enough, like my sister, my sister is an educator, special education. She got her master's, second master's, all this stuff. And now her pension is really yeah. great. Yes. And that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. I told her she should call you. She should. <laughs> because she's retired now. A pension's like an endangered species these that's days. That's the you thing. You just don't see them. Right? And she she said to me, what? Because she knows that I'm, I'm doing the podcast with Tom Jacobs. And she said, why should I take my money out of my 401k? And then when I met you, you said, Greg, because you in radio, we move around a lot. Mm-hmm. And I had, I didn't even know I had left a 401k at one of the companies. And you know what it was? NASA. It's funny. I worked for NASA. Too. You did? Jersey 101.5. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so. So, uh, but you leave money and you don't, you forget about it. And that's the, uh, don't you? We call it a stray 401k. Yeah. And I don't. And I, I'm in the adoption business. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's sitting there, cause I, I, we, I lost a little bit, what last week, I think or two weeks ago and it went down a little bit. Ugh. But if it's sitting there doing nothing and you're moving around, radio is so transient and you're moving, I mean, 
Yeah. Well, whenever you leave an employer, you don't want to leave the money behind. Without getting, like, you can roll it out safely without getting taxed. Because I did, when I was no 23, penalty, I yeah. went, I want it all. And I got, like, you know, 25% of yeah, it. Yeah, I cashed out my uh, so, my first job out of college. Our radio station was owned by a community college. So they started matching our 401k the first day we started. I had no idea how good the benefits were. All so I ever good. thought was, we can't play real commercials, and I don't want to work here. Like, my, I want to work where my other friends work, where they have a nice, shiny station vehicle. I ignored the fact that we had 20 days of vacation for from the time we started, every school holiday off, and benefits that were amazing. I didn't, un- yeah. I, you don't know what you don't know. That's right. Um, but so then when I when we moved to Knoxville, I'm like, we're going to live here forever. They like us. So I cashed out my TIAA-CREF 401k, paid the damages so I could buy our first house, and uh, 363 days later, the sign for sale went up in the oh. yard, and, uh, and we were lucky to sell it for a, about what we bought it for. You know, Which, you know, we all know that's a financial disaster. Oh, we're all yeah. shaking our heads. Yeah. We're all. Uh, yet you talk about, uh, you were just saying the great benefits and not knowing you have a great benefits. I say this every time Tom and I get on the microphone, I say, you know, you came in here one day and met and hung out yeah. with Tom. You had lunch. And yep. when you, this is one of those places, and we we have, our lives are blessed to be able to get behind a microphone. I went to CMU too. Mm-hmm. I left in 1984, got behind a microphone, and I've been behind it ever since. And that's rare. I mean, yeah. I stayed in radio, radio, radio. And uh, so we're very blessed. Very to do lucky. What we do work with a lot of freaks. It's crazy. <laughs> you do. And being a woman in the business, it's crazy. And you keep dragging imagine. these freak friends here. Oh, I mean, like, freak show. Your stories uh, as a woman will surpass. I have fly on the wall stories. You, you have, you're the wall. You don't even want to know. <laughs> oh, that's what? No. No, I mean that. For sure. A, a very nice, competent, good wall that has to keep the flies wall. off. A sturdy wall. Right. With a drywall and maybe paneling. Yeah. Sideways paneling. Best kind of wall. But uh, <laughs> but the thing is, when we we know what we see now, we're bo- we've been doing this a long time, and it is true, Tom, and everybody says it, when you walk in here, there is just a magic. It's lightning in a bottle at uh, Jacob's Financial Services, and that sounds so cheesy but uh i i would never he called and said what you know come and talk to me and i'm like oh you're that guy from tv i don't know and then i'm like an hour later i'm like take here's my child take my dog take everything you just it's he's very trustworthy but he's so good to his employees they have uh unlimited pto pay time off right ptsd unlimited unlimited Unlimited. because you hire people you trust yes and they want to do a good job exactly and you you, oh gosh i find that um, i like that as well as uh, you can tell me all the money you can make me but i i just respect that so much well you know so many people don't have control and you need to you need to feel a part of something and you need to feel empowered and if you if you have the right people here let me put it this way when we went to that no PTO, I was scared to death. People mm-hmm. are going to take advantage of this. And, and what has happened is the exact opposite. People appreciate it. They cherish it. They don't take advantage of it. But my thought is, hey, if you're getting married and you need an extra week for your honeymoon, well, hell, that's a hell of a lot more important than processing an annuity application. Um, if your is kid's it, sick. Me, is it? Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. <laughs> if you're sick and you need to get out of here, if your kid's sick or you need to go to their baseball game at 4 o'clock, I mean, we believe in do business, do life, and I think the life part is more important than the business part. Mm-hmm. And if you take great care of people, they take great care of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm guessing if you have someone who says, I'm just guessing, because of the way you've treated people and the culture you've built, we saw it when we were here that day. We, we've talked about it a lot off the air and with each other and to the rest of our team, because it's kind. Of, you're the real version of the mini version. We always thought, oh, this would be a fun little thing. Um, yes. But, um, yes. But... Um, 
we've like before I ever thought I like before syndication, I wasn't a business person. I was in showbiz, but I was show and the syndication came and all of a sudden I would often say to my coworkers, I'm like, man, I hope we get to do something for the show part of show business today. And I know we're like the bottom rung of showbiz right above mime and below uh, Carney. Amoeba. Um, (laughs) But um, it's still showbiz. (laughs) Right. Um, But I'll bet those people that um, like if one of your people says I'm, I'm getting married, I'll bet you have no problem with other people filling in the gaps. Of course. Because they know it's there for them. Of course. Of course. Why can't everyone do that? So true. It's so true. Most people, business owners as well, um, yeah, they they come to the game with a closed fist and it's all about me, 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 and how much can I squeeze out of this employee and I'm going to work them as hard as I can, pay them as little as I can is their mindset Mm -hmm. to build the bottom line. And that's just backwards thinking. Yeah. We pay them as much as we can and do as much as we can for them. And believe it or not, um, we do more business than just about anybody on the planet. Because these people, it's the when, truth. When, people care. When they're here, they're ready to go, man. It's game on. I, we wake up early in the morning. We do the morning show. I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I, after, I'm like, we're, I'm coming. I like to stop in this office. I like being here. I like this environment. Mm-hmm. I and agree. I know. I we, agree. We can tell them till we're blue in the face. And I think you get it. You have. You must get it. Because you've been, you've worked your life. You've walked in places where it's just, eh. Can't wait to turn around and get oh, out. Oh, I've worked yeah. for a lot of a-holes that are under your thumb, like that's sure. control freaks. Well, and with our job, we go to a lot of workplaces where we're like, yeah. you know, dropping off lunch or or visiting because we're doing an appearance there or whatever. And you can tell when um, you get somewhere and well, people don't hide it when they hate it. Dun, and they don't hide dun, it dun. when they love it either. But yeah. they really don't hide it when, you know, this place sucks. I don't know why you're even here. Wow. It's palpable. And you've worked really hard to get here, and but it's palpable. And now you have people who want to work hard for you. And I think when I called you and said, uh, you got to, listen, it's one thing you get an endorsement. People go, Michelle, could you please do this commercial for us? Or can you, I said, and you know, you get endorsements and they pay you and it's great. And the great. But I said, eh, you have to, you have to talk to them because I want you to, we all know about reading copy and going Jacob's financial services, keep your money safe. We can do all that. Keep your money. We can do all that. But when you meet him and you're, I know that you're going to have a different uh, angle. And it is every time we hear you guys do the endorsements, it's our friend or we met Tom and you guys don't understand. And he's the real deal. And he's on it. It matters. And yeah. When I said I was coming here today, hot wings who sends his best. Um, and he also said, thanks for not asking me because I I live way out in Lowell and it's inconvenient, but he would have come. Uh, but anyway, I, I also told him I didn't want him and I didn't tell him about it. Um, but, um, I need my own time. Uh, (laughs) no, um, he said, Oh, I got to go see Tom. I'm moving some money over there. He said, everything he says is right. And now that's not for an endorsement. That's off the air between two guys who have known each other since 1992. And have known everything about the other's financial situation our whole lives. Like, I know his divorce settlement. He knows mine because our lives are that intertwined. It's like a marriage. Yeah. It's like the one marriage that lasts is the one on the air. (laughs) Yes. That's yeah, true. it's it's more than a marriage. It's, it's more than a marriage. Oh yeah, yeah. it's more than right. That. Yeah, it we is. We overshare when we had that conversation this morning. I don't want to hear. If they, I don't want to know about your bodily fluids. Can anyway. I, I have a, a just a quick share. It's so funny you talking about the culture you have here, Tom, and the way you've empowered people. Um, so Hot Wings and I have been together. We've been doing the show since '97. It start the dumb name started as a joke. I just want you to know that, so you don't think that I take it very seriously. Uh, but then people didn't know our real name, so here we are. Um, but um, so we've been there the whole time, but. Um, Steve, our executive producer, fresh out of college, was the first board op when we were on two stations. And then eventually when we wanted an executive producer, we're like, man, I wish we could get Steve. He had just gone to work for the National Hockey League in their corporate offices in New York. I'm like, I wish we could get Steve. Let's 
we wrote up the job description. What would Steve do if he started with us? He was always very anal retentive, very detail oriented, always fought for the brand. But when it wasn't his, he fought for the brand. Uh, Didn't want us to look ridiculous or anything like that. And so we write up the job is. And so then one night I'm driving to pick up basketball and I call him on a on a whim and I go, hey, I know you're working for the NHL, but we're hiring a producer. Um, (laughs) I said, I don't I don't know what you make right now and we can't come close. And I said, uh, but I just want you to know we're hiring because I'd hate to find out later that you would have come. Now, I didn't know it, but he hated his job with the NHL. And what he thought was a dream job wasn't. He was getting paid 90 grand a year to work in um, New York City. And he grew up in New Jersey, so that's pretty good. But that afforded him the chance to live with a stranger across the river Mm -hmm. in Jersey City in a fourth-story walk-up where he couldn't park his car. And so his commute was still an hour and 10 minutes a day. (laughs) Right. And the job that he got there for, he felt like a a nameless minion, um, pre-minions, when they weren't charming. Right. Um, Oh, we, oh, those monkeys, the monkeys. And so I didn't know it. He hated it. We offered him 32, and I promised him the cost of living was better in West Michigan. (laughs) And I offered it with an apology. I said, I I can't afford, because he's paid out of, out of, us. Your, yeah. And so fast forward, he's now it's 2023, he's still with us. He still makes 32 grand. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, so, but I had someone, one of my most trusted people, um, it's the guy who syndicates our show, who is one of the smartest people I've ever known. And um, he was running Westwood One when he was like 32. He's the CEO. Um, and he said to me at one point, referring to Steve and a couple of other people who were on the show that he considered to be somewhat transitional. He said, you got to stop giving them raises and let those positions be growth positions where they, you know, they max out and they move on. Springboard. Mm -hmm. And I said, that doesn't work for what we do. I need to know the people that are there. I need to be able to trust them. I need them to know why I say things. I need them to be comfortable if you've heard our show, they need to be comfortable making fun of me and telling me I'm stupid, Mm -hmm. even if they think I'm the boss, which I don't like to be thought of that way. Um, And he said, well, okay, it's your money. And I said, Peter, you don't do that. I said, you're, he, he comes across as one of the most um, businessy analytical people in the world. But the fact of the matter is if I needed him, he'd be on a plane to hear from Manhattan later on today. And I said, you don't treat your employees that way. And he goes, well, no, I was giving you practical business advice for you. And I go, I'm going to do what you do, not what you say. Yeah. Um, and, and that in hindsight, it's worked out very well for us. Mm. Um, and at the time I thought I'm only doing this because I'm bad at business and don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, <laughs> which is also true. There are so many uh, people in our, in our business who are great broadcasters, but horrible business people. And mm-hmm. I used to give this little speech at this morning show seminar that we all go to on how to learn the business part of it. And it's one girl got up and said, uh, how do you know what you're worth on the show? Like she works as a co-host and some girl actually said on stage in the seminars, they hired her to be there. She was said, I just, it, Inner, inner worth, inner <laughs> worth. And I grabbed, I stood up, I couldn't wait because you stand in line and ask questions and I'm, I'm a jackass, like I don't care. And I said, um, it's about 15 to 18% of what your morning show bills, you should be in your pocket. Uh, find out what the whole station bills, you get 11% on top of that. And it just makes me crazy, inner worth, especially being a female in a male business. And mm-hmm. I sat back down, and I don't know if you remember, but you sent me a text. You were in the room, and I sat back down, and you said, "I'm a fan." Good answer. Do you remember? You don't remember uh, that, I, do you? I do. I remember your answer, and that 
<laughs> it's funny because Kelly on our show, you two have a lot in common. I know you've become friends over yeah. time, but yeah. she is also strong. She's had to deal with a primarily male-oriented business. She's been on shows where she was not valued. Um, and that was one of the things I promised. I said, I want you to come and be one of us. She said, so you want a woman on the show? I go, I want you to be on the show. And... I'm good with that you're a woman, but you are not here to be the woman on the show. Um, we're going to be buttholes to you, just like we're buttholes to everybody else, so to speak. And uh, But that's not why. You're, and so she's like, okay. But she didn't believe me. She's like, well, I believe you because our consultant was someone she trusted, and but... I don't believe you. And uh, but anyway, she bring she just brought that up. She because uh, a coworker came to us and specifically her and said, "How do I ask for a raise? I was hired to do this job, and because it's radio, she now has three other jobs and just got a new one." And Kelly told her the story of she was saying, "You got to go in with the receipts. You have to say this is what yeah. I do. You yeah. used to pay yeah. this much." Yeah. And uh, Kelly told her the story about the woman who said, "You just have to know in here." <laughs> and Kelly hell? has the same visceral, visceral, physical reaction to that that I just saw from <laughs> you. And she said, "Thank God Michelle stood up and talked some common sense into that stupid room." Well, and y- y- you know, Tom has this. <laughs> I know I need it. That was good for me. Tom, uh, <laughs> I like. He's going. Look at he's going. Uh, but Tom. Uh, this is the other thing about this company. You don't care if you're man, woman, beast, no matter what you are. If you're good, you'll hire. And he had the COO of his company is, uh, I don't, I don't want to give her away her age. But she, well, she's, you know, 25 to 35. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a very young female. And you recognize, I mean, she had no prior experience when he's COO. But you, what, how? She worked at Applebee's is her prior experience. No kidding. Yeah, no She's kidding. brilliant. She's awesome. Yeah, she's just great. And one of the things that, you know, I've been blessed is the ability to recognize and then cultivate talent. And we just really try and empower our people. Amber, our COO, is a great example. I mean, she started out at the front desk as a receptionist and then got in our marketing department. And now she runs a company. He called her in. uh, Look, I'm I'm still in your story. Called her in the office and said, listen, here's what I think you should do. And then, like... I would say double, but maybe triple. I mean, gave her a really nice raise yes. because you... We did her annual review last year, and, and uh, I said, Amber, I don't know how this is going to go, but here's what I need you to know. You have totally changed my life, and today... Oh, oh great. T- today... I'm going to change yours. Uh, and I slid across the table the piece of paper with, this is your new salary. And it was more than triple. Um, but why would you wait? I mean, I got I got, I got, a great person. She needs to be compensated. Um, if they're good, you want to keep them. Yeah, she'd take a bullet for me. And she's helped us continue to scale and grow. And it's worth every damn penny. You know why? That's amazing. It's, it's an investment. That it's made a, me so happy just now. Uh, you don't even, why <laughs> would you wait? This is the thing. These are all conversations that if you are thinking about, because this is all fun having this great conversation. But we're, we we do this for a reason because I want the people who can hear this podcast to understand that it's so hard in this dog eat dog money financial world to find someone you trust because everybody wants a fee, wants your money. There's no fee to do to protect your money with Tom, and it's so he's such a trustworthy, upstanding, honest dude. I called you dude. It's okay. Okay. We'll call you chick. That's fine. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. And so why would you not want to do business with somebody who's that kind of yeah. honest or that kind of Well, and I smart. think for the people like myself that I would 
I would say mostly financially illiterate when it came to that totally. stuff. Most of my, most of my life, and what I know now, it's only because I've I've listened to people that were smarter than me. You had some money and stayed out of the way. You had because you got some. Eventually, right. yeah. yeah. Um, I and I stopped throwing it away. Um, <laughs> finally, listened to everyone when they had explained compounding interest for a billion years. Uh, but again, thank God I got that house that I lived in for a year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the memories. I roll, uh, but. Um, I think it's easier to bury your head in the sand a lot. What we wanted, I I don't want to do it right. That's well, procrastination is the number one thing that kills retirement planning. You know, we'll do it next year. Um, We're going to do it after Susie's wedding in September. As soon as we're done building the house, then we'll go meet with the planner. And it just keeps going down the road, down the Mm -hmm. road, down the road. Procrastination is the number one thing that tanks retirement planning. Hmm. Period. Here's the beauty, though. If I don't want it, I don't even want to know. I just want to hand the book to you and go here and you'll do, you come with uh, they come with a folder. Like he'll have a, what's that retire? What's that folder? We call it the you? Jacobs retirement roadmap where we just kind of map out your retirement and look at all the moving parts, social security and pension decisions. What do we do with the 401k? How do we put all this stuff together? And, and then we create the income plan. The thing about our roadmap that we give clients, well, number one, it's in English. <laughs> Number two, you can understand it. If something happens to you, your spouse can grab it and understand it. Um, and that's th- what it was designed for. Because just like you, most people aren't financially astute. You know, they're not watching the financial news networks 24 hours a day. They, they think about the, the stuff when they have to. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they're just doing their thing. Um, and I remind people, look, as you get closer to retirement, there's a bunch of big stuff, big decisions that you have to make. Yeah. And you only get one shot. Yeah. Um, right. And I try and comfort people by letting them know, listen, I've done this thousands and thousands of times. Let me help you with the one shot that you have. Mm-hmm. Boom. Um, and I think that gives people a little comfort knowing that it's not our first rodeo. This yeah. is going to turn into my appointment now for my future. Say, but, sign okay, here, so, here, and here, Greg. So if I pull money out of the uh, out of like a lot of mine, I have a 401k, but I also have uh, a Schwab account. Yeah. Which then is invested in the market and I can get access to it a little bit. But if I took money out of that Schwab account beyond where it got into the capital gains, does that then am I going to pay capital gains to move it or do I do it a little at a time? It depends. Um, Is the money with Schwab in an IRA or is it just a non-qualified brokerage account? Not retirement. Both, actually. Well, so on the IRA money, you would pay no penalty. You're just moving it from right pocket to left pocket. So okay. It's called a rollover or a transfer. If, okay. if you've got money that's not qualified, not IRA money, you would pay tax on those gains okay. prior to moving it. Okay. Which well, makes sense. You know, I, I love that you came in here to the podcast with this day. It wasn't to get your ass in here to have an appointment with Tom. No, no. I knew that. But get um, your ass in here and have an appointment yeah, with Yeah. No. It's, it's, we said yeah. that when we left after lunch that day, and then we have procrastinated. So Tom See, knows his stuff. Number one thing. Uh, yeah. Knows his stuff. Well, yeah. especially West Michigan, summertime, there's a lot of things that are more exciting than talking to Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's nothing more important. Ooh. Might be more exciting, but it's not more important. Oh, thank you for coming in here today. My pleasure. Yeah. Thank we'll you. Thanks for having me. We'll do it again. And we, Tom is an avid fisherman. We're going to do it again. And we're going to do, do it on the boat. Yeah. Ooh. He does tournaments. Do He's a got a boat, boat podcast. Another, yeah. It'd be fun. Oh my God. He has another business where he oh, does Oh, we got to take a break. Fish on. Yeah, just a fish on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. And where he catches, like, it's a whole fishing tournament business. That's another podcast, but yeah. Yeah, we'll do another podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but a lot, of quest- a lot of questions. Greg Daniels. I like the double usage of cast in that case. Free Beer and Hot Wings. Where can we find you and all about, where can we find out all about you? Uh, freebearandhotwings.com. Um, it's a real website. It is not filled with poisons uh, for your computer or on 97.9 GRD. 
All right. And we'll have all the links and everything you know to get to know him. Awesome. Subscribe to the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Jacobs Financial Services offers insurance and annuity products. All guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. We do not provide investment tax or legal advice and are not affiliated with any government agency.